Greetings, everybody. I'm Jeremiah. That's him. She's Vanya. That's me. Welcome to another episode of the Beard and Curls podcast, where culture and creativity meets consciousness. And if you're new here, consider subscribing to our YouTube channel or follow us on your favorite platform for the latest, most exciting conversations anywhere. You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Cue that intro. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Margo Bingham. Karen Parsons. You're now tuned in. You're now tuned in. You're now tuned in. You are now tuned in. You are now tuned in to Beard and Curls. 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 Keep it locked. Hey, BNC family. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Beard and Curls podcast. We are now into 2021. 2021. Happy New Year to all of you. Vanya, how are you feeling in the new year? Hi, I'm excited for this new year. I hope this year has a lot of good things. Okay, mm -hmm. so hopefully some good things in store for Ms. Vanya. And hopefully <laughs> some good things in for store you. for me, for all of us. Mm -hmm. And so one of the ways that we wanted to really get into this new year is to really make it a good practice to practice self-care. And so today we're going to be doing a deep dive into the benefits of self-care as well as some of the ways that you can practice self-care so i hope that you guys will find this helpful and so we're going to jump right into it so we were able to get some good information through uh, research that we were able to do uh, from some of these articles on psychology today and so right now let me just kind of get into self-care in, in a nutshell so why is it important to do self-care and so one of the things that you can have to think about is a lot of times we're spending a lot of time doing different activities and we get caught up. Maybe we're we're really, you know, spending our time behind computers and stuff like that. So it's a good thing to kind of break away from these things and basically do activities and do something for yourself. So set aside time alone to focus on improving yourself, your mental health, etc. And so here are the key things that I want you guys to take away from it. So like when you think about the benefits, uh, we know a lot of times when you're not doing what you need to do for yourself, it causes stress. And so cortisol levels rise with stress. And it's important to take time out of your day to decompress and give your brain a break. So when you do that, you're able to return to work and family feeling refreshed and calm. You can exercise, which increases endorphins. And so listening to music or an amusing podcast like the Beard and Curls podcast <laughs> or a podcast of your choosing, those things can also increase dopamine. And so really engaging in your favorite hobby, reading a book can be calming and it can elevate those cortisol levels that tend to cause stress and things like that. So it doesn't really matter which option you choose. The most important thing is that you make time for yourself every single day and again it doesn't have to be long it doesn't have to take a lot out of your day it could be something you do for just 15 minutes and so it's really giving yourself that reward for everything that you've gone through everything that you've had to do it's one thing to have things that you have to do it's another thing to have things that you want to do mm -hmm. yeah definitely it's about prioritizing it and being intentional about it because a lot of times self-care is seen as something that you do when you have time until things really, really get get complicated and you get super stressed out, then a lot of times people start realizing like, oh, maybe I should do this more. I should rest more or I should do things that I love more. So yeah, but when you, when you take an approach that is more preventative, you can actually avoid getting burnout and avoid falling into situations that are not really good for your um, emotional and physical health. I like that. Preventative care. I love that. We hear that a lot. 
in our field, in the medical field, and I think it's not just cliche. I think it's really important, you know, when you can get ahead of anything. All right. So again, reducing and quelling levels of anxiety, especially generalized anxiety, are only possible if you're capable of sustaining an ongoing commitment to improve coping during these historic times. And so it's the process that starts with you and every positive step you take can help improve your mental health. So Vanya, I'm going to turn it over to you and you can get us started with uh, 10 practical steps mm -hmm. that you can do to be able to practice healthy self-care. Mm -hmm. So let's start with the first one. Self-care means knowing who you are and your limits. Self-care means recognizing when you are doing more than you are used to handling and trying to figure out what can be done to slow down. Exactly. I like that. So basically, the first thing to know is that know your limits mm -hmm. and know who you are. Yeah. So how do you know your limits? Like, it's important to know, like, what your boundaries are. Like, be aware of that. So when do you feel uncomfortable when something is asked from you or when you're or when you tell yourself that you're supposed to do something, like how do you feel about those things? No, that's a very good point. I'm gonna <clears throat> actually uh, give examples of what you're saying. So, mm -hmm. like for me, I'm a get it done type. Mm -hmm. I get I get things done, and I'm not somebody that always thinks I need I I need eight hours of sleep. So sometimes I could maybe sleep for three hours, mm -hmm. and so that's where you have to know your limits. It's okay. So even if I can do that, is it the best thing for me to do that? You know what I'm saying? Mm. So being able to just say, okay, so yeah, I want to accomplish things, but at what cost? Even if you don't always feel it, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not impacting you. So next time when I tell you it's time to go to bed, <laughs> what are you going to say? I'll see where I am at that point. No, <laughs> no we'll you got you to implement the things that you teach. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm going to definitely work on that for this year. So okay. we'll definitely work on knowing your limits. Yes, exactly. So let's talk about point number two. Self-care means getting the sleep you need and knowing how to rest. Are you getting enough sleep for you? Do you know how much sleep you require every day? And are you sleeping at least that much? <laughs> so you just mentioned that example. I did. I did. So really, again, I think one of the things that I've always said, and I have, my, I'm going to have to walk that back, is, you know, sleep is uh, luxury. And it's not a necessity. Yeah. But when you think of it from the standpoint of, you know, self-care, it has to become a necessity. Yeah. And I actually, I've always disagreed with that statement that sleep is a luxury and not a necessity. You right. know why? Go ahead. Because lack of sleep is like junk food for the body. If you compare it with like food, it would be, it is it, the same. It's like poor sleep hygiene. That is as bad you know what i mean the I only mean, thing is that you may not see the consequences right away right but it's still as bad so that again i like that it's the same thing as junk food to the body okay like i've i've heard more people say like yes i don't have time to sleep because when you are working you know towards your goals it's almost like it doesn't matter if you get enough sleep. I totally understand that sometimes you won't be able to get um, enough sleep. I understand that. However, I don't really agree that it should be a lifestyle oh, yeah. be because you are going to pay for the consequences at some point. At some point. So it's not something you can sustain like long term yeah, without we'll, we'll feeling up. the consequences. So, yeah. so, so yeah. So I've heard a lot of people say like, I'm, you know, I'm working really hard as if it's a badge of honor, right? That's like, exactly like I, I barely get sleep, but I'm, people but, do wear it like a badge. Of yeah. Honor. But would you, would you wear it as a badge of honor? Like to say, 
oh, you know, I'm working so hard um, to, to achieve my goals and I'm only eating junk food. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is not really a badge of honor. Like, and you know that that's not going to sustain you long term. So to me, it's kind of like similar. Like a poor sleep hygiene is is not that wow. I mean, right. obviously, if you have certain like like demanding goals, there is no other way around it. I mean, I go to bed late sometimes too because I need to so do it's things. For you, it should be an exception, not a lifestyle. I don't think it should be a lifestyle. Okay. See, here's the thing with that though. Like a lot of times is especially me being a kid of the 80s, growing up in the 90s, a lot of these songs that I would hear, like these rappers would talk about to be nice. You have to sacrifice things like no sleep. And then you hear nowadays a lot of these speakers, these well-prominent speakers talking about if you live in LA, you can't sleep till you know 8 a.m. It's already 11 a.m. on the East Coast. The stock market been open for two hours. You know, they're making decisions about your life while you sleep. And then you also hear about the 5 a.m. life. People always talk about these things like, man, I've been up for four hours. You know, so people always talk about how being, you know, uh, lack of sleep is somehow positioning them to have, you know, a better success rate, you know? No, I, I understand. And I do think that you have to make sacrifices. And I think that like, I, I, I mean, I totally understand that a lot of people sacrificed sleep in order to, to get success. However, I don't, I don't think that, that if you are constantly operating without getting proper rest, it will impact your body. Eventually you may not know how yet, but yeah, so that that's how I feel. Maybe because I do need more rest and maybe there are people who who naturally don't need enough and that's how they operate at their fullest. But at least for me, it's not something that I'm looking forward to. Like I to yeah, to sleep, to, to sleep little in order to be successful. I want to be successful, but hopefully more balanced. Right. So then <laughs> it really comes down to just knowing your limits and having healthy boundaries. Yes, okay. exactly. Love it. Let's move to point number three. Self-care means making sure that you're well-fed. Does what you eat provide the energy you need to function? Yeah. That's a good question. I agree. I agree. So at the end of the day, when you said it earlier, too, as far as the food, it's not just eating to mm -hmm. be eating. Though. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? If you're just putting stuff in your body or you're not getting the proper nutrients, you're going to be out of balance. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? You can't just live off of starch. You can't live <laughs> off of just one food group. So mm -hmm. you got to be able to know how are the things you're eating going to sustain you mm -hmm. for the long haul. Yeah. And I think one of the things that has been very beneficial for me is like when I, when I meal prep, when I prepare for the week, it really helps us to have a more successful week when it comes to nutrition. And when when we don't prepare for the week, then then usually it's not as as healthy or as balanced. So at least that's my experience. So preparing, maybe spending two, three hours preparing can literally save the whole week because you're intentional about it. So I agree. Mm -hmm. So this is an important step. Mm hmm. Um, okay, so let's move to point number four. Self-care means finding a way to decompress throughout your day, not just when you leave work. What is it you do to rest your mind during and after a work day? I love it. I mean, a lot of times people are so committed to their job and they work through lunch or, you know, they skip meals because they need to have those important meetings and different things like that. And at the end of the day, you pay the consequences for doing stuff like that. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I would do uh, when I was out in the workforce is during lunchtime, I would literally go in my car, recline the seat, 
you know what I'm saying? Put the windows up and go to sleep. <laughs> You know, and, and oh, sleep for like that's where you get your extra exactly, extra sleep. Exactly. <laughs> I sneak it in during the day when I can. And so, oh, you know what I'm saying? Making sure that you do not skip that uh meal and you mm -hmm. don't have those lunch meetings, whatever it is, to really just kind of unwind, unplug, and just disconnect mm -hmm. from that work day. Because at the end of the day, if you need to take 15 minutes to go for a quick walk, mm -hmm. do that. Whatever it is, find time during your work day to decompress. Yes, yes, I totally agree. And also respect your own time. So not because you decide to spend time with yourself or, you know, to disconnect, that means that that's time that, that other people can claim that time. Exactly. It's like you need to really, really um, respect that, okay, this is my time and I can um, take this time to, to do nothing if I have to. Exactly. Because that's important. Exactly. Because if you don't respect your time, then nobody's going to respect it. So mm -hmm. I like that. So let's uh, let's move to point five. Self-care means giving some thoughts to changing a difficult work situation. We know best what we need and what we can deal with. Is there anything that can be done to make your work somewhat less stressful? It's a great question. I mean, at the end of the day, again, it goes, it's all tied together, knowing mm -hmm. your limits. Mm -hmm. And so if you're in a situation, a, a job, and we did an episode on this a while back about imposter syndrome, mm -hmm. where maybe you are in a situation where it's starting to impact your self-esteem, the way you view yourself, your confidence. I mean, at the end of the day, you have to really think about like, okay, so what are the things that I can do to maybe improve that situation? Mm -hmm. uh, maybe you can't leave the job. Maybe you can, you know, transition to another department or maybe you can have a heart to heart with your manager. Regardless, mm -hmm. if the situation is proving to be stressful, you may have to make some difficult decisions. Yes. And I think I think one thing that is also super important to realize is that you do have a choice. Mm -hmm. Like we need to realize that we have a choice. Like we can either complain and stay in the same situation and maybe blame other people. But you do have a choice. You're still staying in a situation if you really if you re you're really not enjoying the situation um nobody's forcing you to be in that situation so exactly i think that is important to to realize also and that yes sometimes it does it will involve taking risks but then you you gotta evaluate to to determine whether those risks are are worth it whether it's more risky to stay in the situation versus risking trying something different I absolutely agree with you. So we have power and choices, and let's not give that power away. Mm -hmm. So let's move to point number six. Self-care means taking time to get to know you better. Self-care means learning to recognize your own temperament and trying to prepare for your personal limits. Mm. I agree. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, we're always evolving. We're mm -hmm. always growing as people. And so one of the things that I've always kind of identified with, like as human beings, if you don't learn to adapt, mm -hmm. you become extinct. Mm -hmm. And so you have to always be growing and wanting to know yourself and wanting to see what are the things that you could do better uh, this year mm -hmm. than maybe you did last year. Something mm -hmm. that you could do better today that you did yesterday. So I think it's an ongoing process. Mm -hmm. And then um, when it comes to this point, even like doing like a quick assignment like write down the things that were helpful the previous year the things that you want to continue doing this year and the things that you no longer want to do that you used to do like even being intentional about writing it down and looking at it and reading it i think can be very helpful because it's like you're transferring it from your brain to paper and you can actually read it and go back 
that has been very helpful for me when I write down the things that I want to achieve. Or even like if, it, if I'm struggling with something, I write it down and I look back and I'm like, yes, this is, this is why I wanted to do what I wanted to do. And so it's like that extra push. I love it. Putting pen to paper. Yes. Well. <laughs> okay. Point seven. Self-care means identifying what you enjoy doing and what's fun for you and make a serious effort to integrate it into your day or at the very least your week. I absolutely love this point because we all have little things um, that we love mm -hmm. more than anything else. And it doesn't have to be anything over the top. It could be as simple as you spent nine hours working today. You have like a little time at the end of the day, maybe an hour mm -hmm. just to binge on that YouTube or Netflix or something. But whatever you need to really feel like, man, I feel alive right now, because I always identify this point with just giving yourself that treat. It's like a reward for mm -hmm. everything that you've had to undergo, to have to go through to really be able to say, OK, I did the things that I, I had to do. Now I'm doing something that I want to do. Mm -hmm. And hopefully the thing that you had to do are also things that you wanted to do. I agree. But then but then you can do something that is completely like has completely no responsibility, no expectation. You don't need to think. So Right, right. That, no, um, I get it. And when I say had to do, it's not even necessarily that I'm in agony or I'm in pain. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, we have to work, we have to make yes. a living. Mm -hmm. uh, and I love what I, I take that back because what I do doesn't even feel like work. Yeah. So, so that's, that, that's why yeah. I wanted to like correct that because I know you always say like it doesn't feel oh, like no, work. No, it's not, it's not work. To be honest. <laughs> you know, I get to talk to the coolest people on the planet. And so for me, that's that's not work. But when I do the uh, YouTube and all of that, that's that's brain dead work. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So uh, with my clients, I'm engaged, I'm invigorated. It's like a, a exchanging of the minds. Mm -hmm. But when I'm watching the YouTube, I don't I don't have to think at all. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So let's move to point number eight. Self care means knowing how to decompress after a day's work. That might mean walking home from work to clear your head, driving in silence, or listening to music to help transition from work to home. Exactly. So and that's similar mean, to, to the previous. Yeah, one. maybe listening to the Beard and Curls podcast on your way home. <laughs> <laughs> so point nine says self-care means feeding your spiritual self. Mm, exactly. I mean, I think it's kind of self-explanatory. So mm -hmm. like really just, you know, you connect with you know the source and for for me that happens to be jesus christ mm -hmm. and so just being able to be in tune with that mm -hmm. definitely prioritize that to me like i really like to do that in the morning because that kind of like helps me helps me prepare myself for the day and it's just like fuels my my brain you know with positivity and purpose for the day i love so, it i love it walking in the morning huh walking and the and the the spiritual part oh yeah the, the motion. Yeah, yeah yeah so actually okay. all of that like walking like basically working out do my my um devotional you know like connect with god and then have have a healthy breakfast so all of that is very important like i i notice that when i start my day like that i feel so balanced and and good you know mm -hmm. it just it just helps Okay, so point 10. And finally, self-care means taking time to love yourself and appreciating that there is only one you and you are the expert on that. I love it. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, there's only one of us. Mm -hmm. We are unique. 
And we really need to embrace that and just know that this is what we have to offer to the world. And so mm -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. taking time to love yourself and appreciating the person that you are. Mm -hmm. Yes, I really like it too. And really realizing that it's so important for you to take care of yourself so you can actually be a blessing to others and be the, the best version of yourself, which is what you're created to be. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I think that's it for the self-care tips. So hopefully you guys found this information helpful. We thank you guys again for continuing to be the best part of what we do. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Well, there you have it, folks. That's our show for today. Thanks again for tuning in. And as always, like it or not, Beard and Curls is the new His and Hers. hers.